This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey folks, this is Jeff Young from Kings of Thrash, and you're listening to my compadre here and brutally delicious. It's a delectable music show, isn't it? What's up, everybody? I'm Dark Mace with Brutal, Brutally Delicious, and we're here with Jeff Young from Kings of Thrash. How you doing, man? Here I am. Hey, thanks nice for doing this. Nice to meet you. Hey, so how's the tour going? Like fantastic. We're having the time of our life. It's a, lives, collective lives. Really? It's like good, good vibes all around. Like I never thought that I'd ever be in an actual band in this lifetime mm-hmm. where everyone got along. I mean, there's not many bands in history that where the members get along. Of course, there are some that stay together, like ZZ Top. I think they were together for their entire you know career until Dusty died. Mm-hmm. But obviously, my first major label band was dysfunctional. And you know, I did do the Brazilian project and had great success with that, but it was a duo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like finding your high school love and being with someone, having that magic romance in your life. Mm-hmm. Some people get it and some people don't. And I was kind of writing off the band experience. I was actually trying to get into soundtrack work a little more mm-hmm. and, and just doing a solo instrumental album, which I've got three tracks out. And then this opportunity came along, and now here I am with a band of brothers where we get along, we write the songs together. We're sitting backstage yesterday composing three of us. Me and Fred the drummer wrote the chorus to the new song in the front of the bus. And like no one's possessive, like, oh, don't write when I'm not there, you know, trying to control shit. We write whenever anyone's in the room, and... uh, we all contribute, and that's really a rare, I think that's a rare thing in a band. I, I hear you. Um, <laughs> never toured before, but like, what was the last time you were on tour before this? Mm, well, I've done some uh, touring with a singer I worked with for a while named Sherry, mm-hmm. uh, out of Jeff Young and Sherry. You might have seen some stuff online that we've put out. We did a couple US tours, even open for Great White. There's yeah. a video of us doing Stranglehold Note for Note with a local St. Louis pickup band. Really? And uh, came off real good. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, like, 2023 is a really weird time to be on tour. Like, you know, the price of diesels through the roof, so I'm told. Um, I live here. scamdemic, yeah. And everyone's <laughs> acting retarded in the, in the uh, wake of, of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how does this compare? Like, I mean, are you, it sounds like you guys are doing pretty well, but from over here. We're doing great, but it's you can definitely feel the difference you know in in the in the world in the business and uh the attendance i mean even for bigger bands 
I, didn't, I don't want to name any, but think of some big bands that are out right now with attendance 60% yeah. of what they would normally do, mm-hmm. which would be sell out. And I think it's partially because people have been so entrained uh, through the scandemic to just stay in their house, mm-hmm. which is exactly part of that intent that they did that. But just stay home, don't go out, be afraid to go out in public. Like even when you sat down, you were like, you know, I'm cool, I'm not... You know, <laughs> plus the the money. People are, don't have the same money mm-hmm. that they had pre-scandemic because of a lot of the mom and pops where people work. Yeah. So I think people don't have the luxury as much as they used to to go out and enjoy concerts, even if they want to. Having said that, we're really blessed that we got really hardcore people coming out. I mean, we just played in a small town and. Pennsylvania and had 18 VIPs and that ain't cheap and that's a mm-hmm. it's quite a few VIPs to come shell out that kind of money to come meet us you know after sound check and just get stuff signed so we're, we're really excited we're a brand new band with no mm-hmm. record out when we start out mm-hmm. of course our DVD you know CDs are coming out here March 24th but mm-hmm. no single on the radio mm-hmm. no no track record other than the four gigs we did back in October. So mm-hmm. we're kind of doing this in a unorthodox way, kind of making up our own rules as we go along. Mm-hmm. And it's it's working. We're getting ready to go to Australia. Australia tour. We're going. Uh, we got four dates in Australia. We'll be announcing soon Mexico later, South America, etc., and more U.S. dates. Mm-hmm. And we're recording in May. So the originals and stuff in Arizona with a buddy of Elson's. I was gonna ask, so it's like you guys are writing songs, looks like you debuted an original song live like yeah. a week ago or so. So you have plans for original music? You're gonna do a full album, EP, like what's going on there? The original music was the original and only plan we ever had. Really? We never planned to even do these two albums in their entirety. Mm-hmm. Dave and I had uh, connected through the Nick Menza documentary mm-hmm. and uh, through that filming actually the night before the filming we ate a dinner at the rainbow in the back booth slash calls it his booth i call it the american satan booth like lemmy rainbow yeah yeah, the rainbow barn grill and uh right as we were getting up to pay the bill i literally whispered one of the riffs from bridges burned in his ear that we had written back in the day i totally remember (laughs) that dude we gotta get in a room so you know, we had four songs mm-hmm. already composed. Uh, one of them, Bridges Burned, and our second, we got a title, uh, Bullets Ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were all composed before we even thought to do this. Then uh, an event in LA at the Whiskey, you might be familiar with the Ultimate Jam. It happens kind yeah. of bi-weekly. And it's local musicians, uh, some of the best in LA, and also, Oftentimes, some big name people sit in. You know, everyone from, you know, Ralph from Still Panther to Phil X to Steve Stevens, Nuno. So many people over the years have sat in more than I could even name. And the theme uh, was Big Four, mm-hmm. so they invited me to play, of course. And I said, Well, I'm writing with Elfson. You want me to call him? And he flew in from Arizona. Yeah. That's the night Kings of Thrash was born because they match made us with Chaz because mm-hmm. uh, he's in a Megadeth tribute band, Woke Up Dead. And he nice. got up with us unrehearsed. And mm-hmm. we did 
Darkest Hour in Peace Cells. And uh, we had a female singer on Mary Jane. Uh, <laughs> nice. All those videos are unrehearsed and on my channel. And that was the seed because those videos went viral and our management saw it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the booking agent said, you guys got to do this. And then they came up with the idea of doing So Far and Killing in the, their entirety. Mm -hmm. It was actually the management's idea. And we said, well, you know, say we came out as Kings of Thrash or whatever band name you want to uh, attach to us and put out an a EP or an album of originals, who's going to pay attention this day and age? Mm. But now, again, we didn't plan it, and it's unorthodox by going out and doing what we're doing. We establish ourselves that we can play, that we can do all this stuff we used to do and even better with our maturity and our, mm. you know, enhanced musical skills over the years. Everyone sees we're still clear-headed, looking good, and we've got two young bucks in between us with Fred and Chaz, mm -hmm. you know, two beasts. Uh, so now we come out, after having done this and setting the stage, so to speak, I think our original stuff's gonna get a lot more of a, a listen. I think the proof's in the pudding because our YouTube channel, the original's the biggest hits and plays mm -hmm. by far. I mean, we had like 14K in a matter of days. So that shows us that A, people want originals from this band and mm -hmm. we're working steadfast on that. But in the meantime, let's have fun and, and go out and give the fans what they come up to us at horror conventions and say, please, <laughs> why don't you guys play anything from Killing? Like even when Dave was still in Megadeth, why don't you ever play anything from so far? Mm -hmm. And so he had that seed in his head already. So it was kind of a no-brainer to do this mm -hmm. and it gives us time to not rush in to do the originals but really craft them and bring them up to the standard that we want and like bridges burn we put up the first night we ever played it live it's not how it's going to end up in the studio we're going to craft it and sculpt it and refine it and every night you see the second performance on our youtube it's even better and we see people writing us now saying wow man it's getting better every take Someone came up to me last night at the gig, said, I love that new original, it's so good, you guys. And it, it's it got elements of what our followers would enjoy, but it's a lot wider, where Thrash is a very narrow, mm -hmm. it's a very narrow fan base. We have those influences, but we're also including other elements in there, whether it's world music, mm -hmm. you know, other bands that we like funk, Mm -hmm. Whatever aspects that we can put in there. Plus, we got two seniors here and two younger guys who grew up with a total... They grew up loving a lot of the bands that we love, but they also have their own set of influences, and they came come from a different perspective. So when we're all for writing, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of that I've... You know, I've written with one person, but I've never written with four people so effortlessly. And this is Fred, our drummer here in Chess. You guys want to join yeah. the camera for a second? Well, we got yeah. sound check in like three minutes. Okay, so yeah. I'll wrap this up quickly. How are you uh, doing? I'm Fred. Fred. Oh! <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, so I guess just like uh, two other quick questions. Um, Chuck Baylor, is that, is that what it's pronounced? Chuck uh, Baylor? Baylor, thank you. Uh, he, he stepped up like last week, right? How cool is that? Yeah. We great. hadn't played together since uh, Castle Downington, mm -hmm. The Monsters of Rock. 88 or something? Yeah. The very, that was my last show with the band, his last show. Mm -hmm. So for him to come up, and uh, he did In My Darkest Hour in Anarchy with us. Mm -hmm. 
he was crying that night. Oh, I mean, watching us, I mean, the dude was in tears. Mm -hmm. Seeing this and reliving, I, I can imagine it was very emotional for him. Mm -hmm. It was for all of us. This whole thing is, and mm -hmm. you can imagine, we're living these songs that we played back then. You know, I didn't play all of Killing, but I was doing four or five from yeah. Killing, and of course, all of So Far, So Good, So What, So To Come. It's just a very surreal, mm -hmm. magical thing that we're involved in, and whatever people in, in the social media world, we're getting mostly love, but anyone that wants to uh, ixnay us or belittle it, I, I think they're missing the point, mm -hmm. you know. So are there plans for any other ex-members of that band to join? Like, you know, it sounds like Chris B, he's a really nice guy. Like any, any well, how like about that? Sean Drover's getting up to jam with us on the last day of this tour in oh, what, about in six days in Atlanta. Uh -huh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's going to get up and do a couple songs with us. <laughs> he always seemed like such a great guy. Never yeah, he him, but... sent me a friend request the day he quit Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been friends ever since. You mm -hmm. know, all of us... The ex, uh, is there like an AA equivalent for all of you? It's, it's some kind of a commiseration society to be sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, tonight we got the uh, guitars from Riot Whoa. joining us for a special Riot tune hey, in our encore. Hey, hey. Rick Ventura from Riot, Sorts which is a, it's a band that I actually, as a kid, was standing front row at Hair Arena in Dayton, Ohio and saw them on that tour. Mm -hmm. I forget who they opened up for, Ted Nugent or somebody, but I was loving that band. And, you know, all we metal fans know how great that Riot album, oh, yeah. Fire Down Dunder, is like one of the greatest hard rock albums ever recorded. Every song is killer, no filler. So That's the fact he's getting up album. with us, I'm starting to get goosebumps and he'll be here anytime for sound checks. So awesome. He may be up there now. Fucking great. It is. Uh, Pre-COVID, it was a show based out of Virginia. Um, I'm not the main guy, but um, his name's Bruce. He would invite musicians on tour. He's had elves in before um, into his show to like do he some kind of cooking thing. Yeah, he, uh, he mentioned he'd, yeah, he had done that. Yeah, oh, wow. Cool. Um, anyway, thank so, you so much, Jeff. It's a pleasure, man. Thank Absolutely. you so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening and supporting the band. We appreciate it so much. Rock on, everybody. Hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Did you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2020-d.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.